to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris, back here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We had a bunch of stuff happen today. I did a little guest, quick guest little spot for uh, Connor on Hong Kong's Cantina, talking about um, all the stuff that came out at the Disney Investors panel today. We're going to get into a couple of those things, not too in-depth, but enough to be like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot of big things coming. Um, the first thing we want to make sure you do is you go to all of our social media pages, which is facebook.com slash FOMOcast and also fb.gg slash FOMOcastGaming. Uh, I might be trying out Twitch tonight. Don't know. So we'll see on that. Tim, watch your mic. You're rubbing against it, making lots of noises. Um, that happens. <laughs> um, and then um, also go to FOMO Podcast. Oh, sorry. FOMO Pod on Instagram. Uh, FOMO underscore cast on twitter and make sure you follow us on youtube search fomocast and we also have a tiktok fomocast gaming so check them all out um oh tim changed them so it threw me off a little bit um so we have another death to go over uh tim put it on there i'll let tim talk about it so chuck yeager yeah, Chuck Yeager, for um, all of those of you who don't know who Chuck Yeager is, um, you should. Um, but yeah, so Charles Elwood Yeager um, died on December 7th, 2020, um, which is, I don't want to say fitting, but he was an Air Force officer and December 7th being, um, you know, the day that Pearl Harbor was bombed. Um, but he was the first person to break the sound barrier. So um, he also was in the United States Air Force. Um, and uh, with him being the first person to break the uh, the speed of sound, he was also a, uh, a test pilot for um, a lot of different airplanes. But just, just really quick on it. Um, yeah, first human to officially break the sound barrier on October 14th. 1947 when he flew an experimental bell x1 at mach 1 i think it was really 1.1 at an altitude of forty-five thousand feet um and i believe it was in the new mexico desert but the crazy thing was is i believe it happened um well no it happened in october but it wasn't really released until june of the next year to the public so um it was it was pretty cool and kind of reading on it is that they were wanting to test this aircraft and uh he was selected for it so there could have been numerous people and he he was the one that got it and he set numerous records uh as well so um it's sad to see that you know one of the the first to ever do it um has sadly uh passed away um a couple days ago so yeah uh yeah so and um so and i think the reason why the delay in the release of it too um would be basically because of he, he technically was a government type thing i believe so yeah they usually want to go through all the footage and all the information to make sure nothing crazy is going on so r.i.p to him um right. but then we're going to go into all the good news now there's so much to cover the first thing is, is literally every single day, it feels like there's a new announcement for Spider-Man 3. 
uh, the third film in the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man. So for the longest time, everybody was like, oh, you know, we want um, we wanted to get basically into the Spider-Verse, uh, make it live action. And everyone's like, yeah, you know, but no, everyone's not going to do it. And Tobey Maguire kept saying, no, it ain't going to happen, it ain't going to happen. And then it kind of did happen because all of a sudden the rumor is, is all three of them are looking to possibly sign on. And then it was um, Chris and Dunst and... Um, Andrew Garfield have signed on. And then it was Andrew. Well, Andrew Molina was the first one who played Doc Ock. And then you had, like I said, Garfield and Dunst. And then now they're saying Tobey Maguire was seen close to on set getting fitted or something like that. They saw him around there. So um, it's been changing every single day. Don't hold us to it because we never know. You never know what's going to happen. Things can change. But I just thought it was awesome that it is possibility that it's going to be a reality. So fingers crossed. We don't know. But I think that that's a great a great chance just because of what we've seen. And everyone is um, uh, excited because they've seen – anyone played the Miles Morales Spider-Man has seen what could happen in the game at least uh, with with basically bringing all the characters together. So I'm, I'm super excited for that one. And we'll, we'll – I mean, we'll see soon um, whether or not the – it's going to pan out because you know thing thing can things can change and you know contracts get changed and things like that so we'll see what happens um the next one tim shared and i shared in another group in the group i have that i uh, visit that's uh connor's discord area and i shared it also in their group about the rumor that the thrawn voice actor will play him in live action um it's semi a spoiler because we don't know if Thrawn would show up in this season or not. We don't know any of that stuff, but it showed it as it's a rumor. Um, if those that don't know what Thrawn supposedly looks like from the books and from the descriptions you get from them, he's a very, he has a very chiseled chin. Like he's very, de- a very defined f- face that people think that um, Benedict Cumberbatch has that kind of face that would work perfectly for Thrawn. So, um, that is a possibility, but I personally think that, you know, he's a decent choice and he ha- does have that voice kind of down. Um, but also Mark Thompson, who reads the uh, audible books, he has it pretty good too. So that was a quick little tidbit. I thought that was pretty interesting. And, you know, uh, they did so good with, um, so spoiler for the Mandalorian, if you haven't watched it, but the character who played Bo-Katan, um, she was the voice actor from the the Rebels and Clone Wars series, so she fits the character perfectly. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And you get a lot of voice actors that are actually actors as well. They don't just do voicing roles. Mm-hmm. They do, you know, what we want to call live action or, or whatnot. So it's not like that it's a stretch for them to play... Um, it may be challenging, but it's not like, oh, hey, normally I just go to the studio, I get my lines, we record, bada bing, bada boom, I'm dead. All I got to do is put headphones on, talk into a mic, sit on a chair, you know, hit what I need to hit, and we're done. Um, but with most of them actually having acting skills b- behind that, um, that I wonder if you'll be seeing a lot more, especially in 
you know, with these Star Wars and animated uh, cartoon, I guess you want to call them cartoon or animated series coming to live action. If you are starting to see a lot more of the uh, people who voice them actually playing them and that way you don't have to whether you dub over them or not or it's like yeah he they just don't sound the same um so it'll be interesting to uh to see how they go go with that and if it's a new i guess not necessarily a new thing but seeing it more so yeah um we'll we'll see i mean there there is a high possibility it could do well but i mean i mean it's it's all in it's all up in the air uh as of now we don't know anything yet so uh all right we had some technical difficulties we got them fixed we think so we're here talking about a mario lopez lifetime movie tim is super excited for it is him playing basically sexy colonel sanders and he it's it's called recipe for seduction now tim when we talked about it earlier you thought this is fake there's no way this is real right yeah i mean when i first saw it uh scrolling on facebook on my break a couple days ago like is it one of these things like an april fool's thing that came back years later or whatnot um and then i clicked on it and it wasn't but the movie poster looks like you know it should be something from like in a like a romance a, novel yeah like a romance novel or like a parody from a, an adult movie or a uh like soap opera made for tv is what it what is what it looks like so on the on the imdb it has it as a romance um it's weird because it says that it's only 15 minutes so i don't yeah it's it's a short it's short so, um, from what I, it's obviously it's an ad. Basically, it is an ad, but I guess yeah. they're taking it to the next level. To a little bit, yeah. And it's funny. It says a woman must choose between a handsome chef she met and a would-be husband chosen by her mother, and it airs this Sunday. So, uh, very so interesting. Mom to watch it then. Oh, there, there you go. You got something to do. Um, yes, I do. But yeah, so there you go. If you're doing nothing Sunday, you could uh, watch a recipe for seduction. Well, you guys should have fun doing that. Tim and I, however, will probably be doing the doing stuff with the next topic, which is Call of Duty. So, um, Call of Duty, um, the new season—they're calling it season one. It's basically on this rebirth island. They dropped a trailer for the new map, and basically it has ties to the Cold War game. So um, I don't think the Cold War game sold very good because they had this. They sent this email to me saying, "If you have Cold War, you download these two operators for free and get all these weapons blueprints." I'm like, "That's weird," you know, because Warzone, you know, you can earn things through the season, and you can do. Me and Tim have done a couple challenges where we've gotten blueprints for guns by completing and they call it a contraband challenge so you know there's little things you can do but they're pushing this really big but i like the concept for the um uh the like the little theatrical type thing it was kind of cool 
Um, and it brings the other operators into it. They're making it more story based. You know, while you don't really get the story during the game, they're making these trailers and these little cutscenes to where you get a little bit more of a of a story. So I'm kind of excited for it. I mean, I like Warzone a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, gonna be playing some Cyberpunk tonight after Tim goes to bed because Tim goes to bed early. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where. I mean, they can't really go wrong with what they've been doing. I mean, it's kind of been glitchy lately, which you can expect because um, they're probably transferring over some of the servers and whatnot. So things are 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 changing currently. So you know, they're they're making all this all these changes, and eventually, it's going to go back to being fine. But we'll see tonight how glitchy it is. Yesterday it was glitchy for about. I don't know, five, ten minutes when we first started, but it, it panned out, but we will see. Yeah. And it looks like that this map is going to be a little bit smaller than the, the current one yes. um, on it. And with it being more kind of Alcatraz based, uh, I probably can assume that it won't be as spread out as the current map. Probably a lot more um, buildings, closer contacts. I'm sure it's going to have you know, in an area like where there's a yard or, or some big park area. Um, but it'll be, it'll be curious to see, um, see it, uh, once, uh, once it comes into full effect. Yeah. It's going to be pretty cool to see. I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, they said they're going to have a new gulag mode that's supposed to get announced here pretty soon. So, um, maybe Tim can get a gulag win this time around. Um, <laughs> so the next thing is actually kind of big for me just because, okay, so they had the first one, which was the Kingsman. And then they had the second one, Kingsman 2, and then they have the new one coming out called the Kingsman, which is about Colin Firth being the first Kingsman. Um, And they said they're going to do seven more movies. They have seven more movies planned. I mean, I like it, but do I like it enough to see seven more movies? Yeah, it'll be interesting. I wonder if they're almost going to do like a 007 type take on it where... I, I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying I to mean, get it, an alternative 007 because it takes so long to get 007 done because, oh, who's yep. going to be the next James Bond? or who's they, they fight over so much stuff. In that time, they could make another one. And th- oh, it yeah. literally, I'm not going to lie, the um, second one with... Uh, Julianne was Julianne Moore the second one yeah Julianne Moore was the second one yeah and all the character actors in that were phenomenal they were so great and that's why I liked it was because they had so many good people in it in general in total yep and it's funny Elton John was in it and the main character who is in the Kingsman played Elton John in Rocketman oh yeah uh, Taron Edgerton I think it's how you say his name yeah, something like that. So that was cool, uh, you know. For and I didn't know know that. Then all of a sudden, it's like, oh wait, no, he's in that. He was in the voice character in Sing, which is the gorilla, which sung the Elton John song on it. It's like, oh man. So it'll be cool. I mean, hopefully they do it do it well enough on it because I like those movies. The wife likes those movies. Um, it's a different take. Like I said, it's kind of James Bondy, but more in that. Um, I guess English or whatnot, you know, more uh, secret servicey type aspect on it. Um, so 
I mean, for seven more, I mean, that's that's a big a big taking on it. And hopefully, you know, once you get down to five, six and seven, that it's as good as, uh, you know, one one and two. And you don't have a whole bunch of contract negotiations or, you know, oh, this that's, guy's that's where the problem. Ar- that's where the problem arises is you're running yep. to people that are like, oh, they're going to start demanding more money because they're making more money. Yep. And, you know, obviously. I mean, if you look at the movies now, everything trends upwards. It doesn't matter if it's what movie you're watching, what show you're watching. Everything trends upwards for the most part. Robert Downey Jr. was the lowest paid person, I think, on the first Iron Man movie. Now look at him. So things are always trending upward, but a lot of times people take advantage. So, I mean, we'll see what kind of ideas they have. I have a feeling they're going to bring back the uh, United States group of people. Just because, I mean, we didn't get to see too much of them, and one of them, spoiler alert, was a bad guy. So it was kind of like, you know, what what do you do? You know, yeah. you want to kind of explore that option a little bit more. So and with we'll that, see what could, And with that, you could have ties to different countries as well. Like you say, they already got it to the U.S. and <clears throat> you know, start obviously doing, Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start doing different ones. So I mean, you can make just seven movies with it having a different tie to a different country for each one. Yeah. Um, the next one, I just felt it would be uh, obligatory to mention it. Um, Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather are going to fight on February 20th. Um, yeah. I don't even, I don't even know, man. If that's not a money grab, I don't know what is. I mean, because his brother, Jake Paul, just, just fought. Um, oh yeah, basketball player. Yeah, he and um, Nate Robinson, great fight. Well, and the thing was, is is Jake Paul is younger, I believe, and he paid, I think, a lot of people to come work out with him. And that Nate Robinson guy, I've heard, I heard he didn't train the same way Jake Paul did. That's that's the simple, plain and simple. Yeah, they did not oh, train yeah. the same. And Jake Paul has fought other people, like they've been doing that YouTube celebrity boxing stuff. So and yeah. I think Logan he's, Logan Paul he's two and Logan out. Paul he's beat two and KSI. Yeah, and so Logan Paul beat KSI. And KSI is another YouTube person, also rapper from Britain, and they fought yep. and he beat him. So the funny joke is now is if Joe Logan Paul beats Mayweather, that means K uh no, I'm sorry, KSI beat Logan Paul. That's what happened. Because they said if Logan Paul beats Mayweather, then KSI is the best fighter in the world. And he's laughing about that. He knows it's not true, but he thought it was pretty funny. And obviously, like you said, it's a money grab. But it's also entertainment. They they, they know we're not going to be out of this lockdown, no live event thingy for a while. And how are people going to make money? They're going to make money by having pay-per-view events like this. You know, yeah. they're already saying that the Tyson Holyfield thing is going to happen. Oh, yeah. Well, they're doing that whole, I think it's the Tyson Fight Club or whatever. that That is the one that... Um, uh well Tyson fought Roy Jones Jr. and then um what's the name? Jake Paul, Logan Paul, whichever one Jake fought Paul. Nate Robinson. Yeah. Um on it. So I mean that's gaining traction. And um yeah, I mean it's it's cool to see that and especially to have the bigger names come back that were big names when, when we were growing up. Um and I'm sure they still have that fighting spirit. I mean, as long as they haven't really, really let themselves go. But right. I mean, 
Tyson got into fighting shape pretty quick. I mean, not that he got out of it, but um, those guys. I get saw a thing. Training. I saw a thing saying that I think it was last year he got decided because he, he's he's been smoking a lot of weed, and mm-hmm. he decided last year to go. I think he went vegan or something like that, and he started working out more again. So yeah, he really changes his lifestyle on that exactly. Um, the next thing we have is. So, Game of Thrones prequel, House of Dragons, um, I believe, it, I put it on here, I don't think that's the right date. It says it starts filming, or starts production this year, into this year. Um, so, that's kind of exciting. I like Game of Thrones, I like this idea. And then they did cast three people. So, they cast Olivia Cook, Emma Darcy, and Matt Smith. Matt Smith, people would know as he played one of the doctors in Doctor Who. So, that's how you would know them. Um, so basically, um, two of them, I don't know which two it says, it says there, two of them are playing Targaryens, the other one's playing, um, uh, Hightower, and apparently, um, Matt Smith's gonna play the crazy, uh, prince of the Targaryen household, so I'm excited for that, we're gonna get more dragons, we're gonna get more fun stuff with that, and with the amount of production they're probably gonna have to do into it, we're probably not gonna get it till like, 2022, at least, yeah. Um, that's what it just. I just looked at this first episode date, twenty twenty two. Yeah, so they got a little while to go. Yeah. Um. Again, make sure to go to our Facebook page, facebook dot com slash fomocast. Also, go to fb dot gg slash fomocast gaming. Check us out, FOMO Pod on Instagram, FOMO underscore cast on Twitter. Um. The next thing we got is. So I'm kind of over Ken Jong, but he, he's funny, kind of. His comedy special was horrible because all it was was him talking about the cool people that he hung out with. Like, he was talking about him hanging out with Ed Helms and Bradley Cooper, and that, that literally was all his comedy special was about. Um, and then his big joke is now uh, his, last, his wife's last name is Ho. And he's, so his joke is, I love you, Ho. And so, you know... But him and Joel McHale are replacing Steve Harvey on the Fox New Year's Eve countdown. Now, for those that don't know, Joel McHale and Ken Jong have an amazing rapport when it comes to doing stuff like that. Because I've heard them talk on podcasts before. Um, because I believe, I don't know, I think they, they think they have that podcast, them together. I think they have the podcast together that they do about community. So they're, um, they're a they're a very good duo, so I hope they do nothing but good because you don't want people to fail on the New Year's Eve countdown, at least me personally, because that is a big thing. And I remember growing up watching the the New York one at my, my grandma's house, Tim knows her house, where she would have it on satellite on the East Coast. So we would be watching the countdown at 9 o'clock, so that way the kids would go to bed early. I'm going to use that trick on my kid because that's, you know, the way I am. <laughs> but... You know, it, I remember it was like it was it was weird because, you know, you know, I have a son now and, you know, we do we do like to go out and do things when it's normal times, even with him. But now it's going to be more about, hey, look, we're going to have family over. We're going to have pizza. We're going to play games. We're going to do that kind of stuff. And I remember the biggest thing was whoever was hosting the countdown, they were they would do their thing and entertain you while you guys were having fun at the house kind of thing. So it was like on in the background and then about 11, 15, 11, 30 ish. 
everyone kind of kind of settled down and they sat around the TV and were watching it. So I hope they do a well job because I'm going to have them on because I, I like the Fox countdown because um, I feel like ABC and NBC kind of go to local stuff in, in a certain time. So it makes it kind of boring for a while because it's just the local news anchors out at some park in Sacramento um, in Tim's case in Fresno. So uh, I would prefer just watching the the big shows and watching the concerts and whatnot. And we don't know exactly what they're going to do. Um, I have a feeling they're going to do that stuff where they go to like an empty ro- empty room with someone p- performing. So we'll see what happens. Yep. Well, and and it's uh, you know on the because Ken Jong's a uh, judge on the Mass Singer, and they had Joe McHale on there a couple times already. And even on that, they really do well together. It's sad to hear that his comedy special bombed. Actually, I haven't even watched it, but I guess I won't now. But it was, it was he- funny in parts, but the thing about him, like, okay, look, I get it. You were in Hangover with Bradley Cooper. I don't need it. It's not funny. Like, he got serious. It was more of like just them sitting around talking kind of thing. It, it There was some funny parts with some Asian people in the front rows that yeah. – it, the, the, you have to watch it to see that he he talks to them, and it's pretty funny. But it got old real quick. But yeah, I think he's adopted that kind of role of, I don't know, being more of like a, a showman, a host kind of position. You know, he was yeah. a like. Well, he's, I think he still technically is a licensed medical doctor, so he knows how to talk to people yeah. in a a very medical way, but layman's way. And so he's a very intelligent person and hopefully they can relay that and have good rapport like they do on the mass singer. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe McHale's, I mean, funny as well. And they definitely play off of, off of each other really well. The couple times that Joe McHale was on with, uh, with Ken John. So, um, we'll, we'll see what it is. And like I said, it'll be interesting to see how they do it this year. Um, since I'm sure nobody will be allowed in, in Times Square. Yeah, and that's going to be... I don't even know how they're going to block it off. Yeah, probably block it off like they do for New Year's, but instead of keeping people in, keeping people out. Yeah, because I heard it's really strict when you go to it. Like, when you go in, you're not getting out. They're not going to let you yep. out. You need to stay yep. where you're at, and then you get out when you get out. Yep, and you and you got to park, like, 10 blocks away just because yep. there's so much going on. Like... Don't get an Uber or a taxi or anything like that because, I mean, it is literally shut down. And like you said, you get out when when you get out. So we'll see how good they do. I'm optimistic, and um, I'll make we'll make sure we report back to you. Um, so this one has changed since we started making it. So um, Cyberpunk uh, 2077 came out. I'm probably going to start playing it tonight after we stream some Warzone. And... Um, there's some negative reviews, and it's mostly for people who are on the regular PlayStation 4 and people who are on the regular Xbox One. If you have a Xbox One S or One X, you're fine, or obviously the new ones, so PS5 or Xbox Series X or a Series S. And then if you have the PS4 Pro, you're fine. But I guess on the bottom two, the graphics somehow don't add up or they're messed up. So, you know, you got that, but... Um, the storyline has been apparently amazing. My favorite was, um, for those of you that are Office fans, Connor from Hong Kong's Cantina, I think I told him about this already, but if he hasn't, he's listening to this, he'll hear. So um, if you've watched The Office, there's a character named Hide, and he's an Asian guy. I'm actually friends with him in real life on Facebook. 
because he adds all Office fans as friends on Facebook. And he um, played this warehouse worker who used to be a surgeon in Japan. And he's the joke about him is he goes, in Japan, heart surgeon number one. And he tells his life story about how a Yakuza boss has him do a surgery on him. He go, and he goes, oh, no, so Yakuza box, uh, boss die. I come to America. And the guy in the shop gave him a thing. And he looks at him. He goes, the truth is I did not make an accident. I'm heart surgeon number one. So he killed the Yakuza boss. And it's this big joke. Well, they have a character of him in cyberpunk. He didn't even know about it. There's a dude who you said he's on because I'm the heart. I'm the number one heart surgeon. Like they have the whole story where you're talking to this guy and it tells it. And he, and he commented on it. And I go, that's next level. Like you're inputting a character in there, but uh, I will say it's a very an adult. It's a very adult game. There are articles coming out saying that it's got excessive nudity, um, when you're doing your customize a character thing, there's some things that about parts that you can adjust that is a first for any game ever. And there was a game on PlayStation that was basically where you would rape somebody. So um, I don't know if Tim's ever heard about that one. Well, in Grand, in Grand Theft Auto, you would pick up a uh, Lady of the Night, take well, her into the back alley. Right. The car would go, the, the you know, car would, would, yeah. would move back and forth and your health would go up, but you would lose some money at the end. No, but there was an actual game on PlayStation where where you would rape somebody. Like it was like a crime game. Uh, game. I can't remember the name of it, but it was it was banned pretty quick. But they're like this one's very adult. This one's beyond yeah. adult. So um, the reviews are good for the most part. But um, Project, I can't remember their name. The name of the company, Project Red or something like that. I I don't know. If you want to look it up, look it up. Um, yeah. Their stocks well, dropped twenty nine percent. Really, and the problem is, is because people on the internet blow things out of proportion. Because you don't know that someone hasn't done something to their PlayStation. You don't know someone hasn't not upgraded their stuff. Like yeah. they, they, you know, there's certain things that get screwed up. Like uh, my work, we have a computer program, and someone submitted something and got an error, and the error said. Uh, unable to complete due to not completing null. And if you're a computer person or anyone who's dealt with anything, null is basically a placeholder for another word. So you'll have like an input box and you'll put null in there to know, oh, I need to put something there. Well, apparently that's showing up in a lot in the game too. There's spots where like an exit will say exit here to null or temporary text, temporary text. Yeah. So there's little things that are missing. There was an update. There was two updates before I even got I even got the game able to open. <laughs> so I had an update on Tuesday and I had an update on Thursday. We yesterday or well, so Wednesday night before it dropped. So I had back to back updates. And I was like, man, that's a lot. But you know, they're trying to make the game perfect. And like we've said before, what's the one thing we always say about when they release games, Tim? What that there's always gonna be updates. There's always going to be updates. Well, know? even on yours, you pre-ordered it. It downloaded, you know, because it downloads the game. So that it way, down, when it's it ready downloaded to go, it, it downloaded it Saturday. Yeah. So your yeah. game was there Saturday, ready to go. Basically, when it drops, whoever it does, it clicks about a mouse button or whatnot and yep. says, "Okay, now it's going live." Well, between then and Wednesday you know when it goes live, it yep. There's already been. Two updates. two updates. 
Yep. Which which is crazy. And like you said, with the glitching, you know, glitching of it, it's I mean, it's a big game. It's like what one of those like open world kind of grand grand theft autoy type it's game. Open world. Um, it's one of the first games I've ever heard of where like lo- most of these games that are like that have anywhere between a 25 30 hour campaign to a 60 hour campaign it, it all depends and yeah. they're saying this one's only 15 to 20 hours but that the side quests change everything mm-hmm. and that while most of the game is pretty much set there are different things because there's you can you choose different factions and you pick different classes so the way you play the game can be different every time you play it so what they can they tell you to do is is play as a different class which i would totally do um, I, I, uh, I've tried completing certain games and after a certain point you get bored because everything's the same. So, yep. you know, yeah, fingers crossed exactly. that, you know, this well, isn't like that. And shoot this one, as soon as, you know, you make your character. And from what I read is the very first thing you do is you choose your path. You know, yep. it's kind of like yep. the matrix, red pill or blue pill. And then you yep. go, you, then it's, it's all, all open from there. But exactly. some of, like you said, some of the glitches and. I know they were saying, I don't know if that was, dude, not the glitches, but with um, a lot of the, um, oh, what is it? Like the game crashing or whatnot. I don't know if that was due to, um, like you were saying, the later older models or, or what. But some of the glitches are, like you said, it is a very um, adult-themed uh, game. Um, and like you said, some of the stuff that you could modify is parts of the male anatomy and i'll just leave it at that which is very interesting didn't know you could do that and then some of the glitches were not in the game but as you're modifying um part of the male anatomy um comes out instead of saying in and yeah so it's like oh wow that whether it was a true glitch which i doubt it is because that's a very specific glitch I mean, I you never it, know. That's that's the problem with these games nowadays. Is there's so much that can go wrong, and so much does go wrong. And yeah. for those that don't know, like it's it's not. Uh, I mean, it, it's not something that's like, oh, look, you know, we can go in there and fix it in five seconds. These they have people who legitimately sit there and play these games twenty four seven, looking for glitches. They yep. have a way to go through it. Like they make the game on the easiest level and their, their goal is to beat the level. I think a lot of times they tell them, Hey, this is what you need to do. This is how you defeat the person. That way they can go through and say, Hey, when you change this, co-. like it, it sounds dorky, but um, the, the movie grandma's boy, that's what it's about is their video yep. game tes- testers. Yep. And, exactly. Um, and, yeah. and their whole purpose isn't to beat the game is to find out to, how to make the game better, how to improve right. the game and find exactly. out the glitches so that way they could push out the updates and make notes um, of where that is. So then that way, when the person, the programmer on the back end of it could could make the necessary changes, it's not, hey, I beat the game in five seconds. Yeah, that's great, but there was n- absolutely nothing wrong with it, which, you know, most of the time is, isn't true. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably be getting it maybe after Christmas to see how these uh, initial reviews are out of it. Watch some gameplay, and if it's something that um, I would be interested in. Now, can you do a multiplayer on it, or is it like how Grand no, Theft Auto? I believe it's all it's it's all single player it's, it's right all single now. Player. But they might they might make it because they might make it where it's co op or something. I haven't gotten too deep in it. I'll let you know tomorrow. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Next. Oh, my favorite one. So this one got me really excited. For those who don't know, um, basically, Roku, I have a Roku TV. And I did not plan on getting HBO Max. It just came with what I my cell phone plan. They're like, here, here it is for free. As long as you have this plan, it's free. And I'm like, oh, sweet, let's check it out. And I love HBO Max now. There's so many good shows. Avenue Five is a great one. So if you have, if you have, if you have time, you're at home. California people are going to have a lot of time on their hands the next couple of weeks. Um, you have the Righteous Gemstones, which is a very adult show. You have Avenue Five, which is actually pretty an adult show. Um, you have Raised by Wolves, which is another adult show. I mean, everything on HBO Max is going to be adult. Yeah. But um, I remember when I first got it, got it, you know, the first thing I watched on HBO Max when I got it was Bushwhacked. I love that movie so much. If you don't know what it is, I can't remember the it's guy's name, but he's the dude that was in um, uh, Home Alone, the tall guy. And he plays a criminal who ends up taking a scout troop out on a trip because he is wanted and he wants to avoid being caught. So, um, Daniel Stern, Daniel Stern, amazing actor. He's amazing in Celtic pride as well. Celtic pride is a great one. I think he's in Celtic pride. Um, he's, he's Marvin home alone. And he is also in, um, uh, is it angels in the outfield or is Uh, it uh, rookie of the year? I think he's in Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year, because he isn't he the one that locks himself in the uh, in the cage? Yes, he's the closer. He's got the he's got the mustache like yours, I believe. In that, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So yeah, great he's character in, he's actor, in City Slickers as well. Yeah, so he's a great he's a great character actor, and that's the first movie I watched. So the exec from Roku has said that they are he's positive that he's going to get a deal done to where HBO can stream on Roku. Now for those who don't know, we reiterate it every time. The problem isn't getting the app on there. The problem is that they don't want to have to pay uh, a certain fee to have it on there. And they also want to make sure they get a cut of whoever signs up because they used to be able to sign up for HBO through it. So there's things that get paid and it's just a big old contract dispute type thingy. So we'll see it soon enough. Yeah. Uh, and I, like I said, hopefully, I mean, especially with it on Roku, you have a lot of these Roku um, TVs, smart enabled TVs. It'll be nice to have, have it on there on some type of, of box that you could plug and play versus trying to, you know, mirror your phone uh, onto there, which some, you know, doesn't always necessarily work on it and is sometimes can be a hassle. Yeah, exactly. Um, so here's the, here's the thing. This next pile, um, yesterday was epic. I mean, um, I, I shed a little bit of a tear a little bit yesterday because everything was so awesome. It, um, it, so basically we'll go real quick. So it's going to be kind of rapid fire on the Disney recap because there's so much stuff, but we'll go into more detailed stuff after I go over a couple of things. And and the thing is, is the, uh, I mean, I print, I'll show you right now. This is just, I mean, I edited this down from a lot more, but I mean, obviously this is an audio podcast and not video, but I'm just going to show 
Chris kind of here. Dude, this is yeah. all of, I mean, all of that is, let's see, it's one, two, three, four, five full pages from um, the Disney Investors Day. And if you really, uh, the D23 uh, and their team put together a great recap article on it. And like I said, I took out, and they got the um, the images and everything on there. Or this was, I think, once I copied and pasted it in Microsoft Word so I could edit it. I mean, it was close to like 15 pages with all the different images yep. um, and whatnot on there. I mean, they got a great recap of it um, to really get get into it where we're just scratching the top. We're just going to scratch the surface on the big ones and... We're not going to go in details because they haven't announced too much except for one show confirmed the main actress, which was because um, I didn't get to watch it live. I've watched some of the replay clips. Um, Dude, it's like three and a half hours. So they announced uh, 10 new Marvel and Star Wars series. So 10 each. So 10 Marvel, 10 Star Wars series over the next couple of years. We're getting an Ahsoka show. We're getting the Rangers of New Republic, but then it's going to be done by Dave Filoni and John Favreau. We're getting a Lando show. We're getting the Rogue Squadron movie directed by Patty Jenkins, who is the Wonder Woman director, which I want to go into details on that soon. Um, they announced that Hayden Christensen would be returning as Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan show at some point. And they had the Bad Batch teaser trailer. The other one that I wanted to mention was um, there's been speculation for probably three months because um, Mark Ruffalo is a dum-dum and he always tweets stuff out he's not supposed to. And so they announced there is going to be a She-Hulk TV show. And there it is, bam. And it will be led by Tatiana Maslany. I want to make sure what her first name was, Tatiana Maslany. So you would know Tatiana Maslany um, from Orphan Black. And I believe she was in something else. Um, I always knew about her where she had a little role on Parks and Rec. She played Tom's girlfriend at one point. She was a doctor with from Doctors Without Borders, I think of what it was. Um, but Tim Roth is coming back as Abomination for it. And Mark Ruffalo is coming back as Hulk for the She-Hulk show. Now, the thing is, that could be any kind of role. It could be huge. It could be tiny. We don't know yet. That's why we're not going to go in depth in most of this stuff. Um, my favorite thing, um, if, so if you want to go, here's a good recap. If you want to get an excellent recap and opinion, I did a guest spot on Connor from Kong Kong Cantina, their YouTube channel. We did a little quick chat about everything happened. It's about a 25 minute video. You search Kong Kong's Cantina on YouTube and you're going to find it. And it's one of the newest videos. And what I loved about it was, is there's so many, there's so much stuff that came out. The key ones, the ones that I were mentioning. The coolest thing is, so Patty Jenkins, do you know what her dad did, Tim? Um, was it Leroy Jenkins? No, it wasn't Leroy Jenkins. This is serious. Uh, he was an I... F he was an F fighter pilot and he died in action. And really? she is filming a movie about space fighter pilots. I told Connor, Rogue Squadron better be space top gun, or I'm gonna be upset. It's gonna be not I'm not gonna like it. We also got a great mini trailer from Bad Batch, which we now know it takes place after Order 66, because in it, it has Emperor Palpatine. Um, I, it looks like he's posing as Darth Sidious at the point, but I don't know. Um, but he says, 
uh, you are now a part of a new galactic empire. So we know now where Bad Batch takes place. And guess who is in it? Connor caught it. Fennec is in it. Fennec is the sniper from Mandalorian. The one that, spoiler alert, hanging out with Boba Fett. The one that was in season one. She is in the cartoon. Um, The other one that I'm excited for is the Acolyte TV show, which the Acolyte TV show is, that's what the Sith apprentices are called. They're called Acolytes. And it's going to take place at the end of the High Republic, which is the new era that all the books and comics are taking place in right now. First book drops in January. I have it pre-ordered because it's going to be amazing. Um, they have a Wookiee on the front, a Wookiee Jedi, and I uh, always down for a Wookiee Jedi because that's amazing. Um, and then I think the the coolest thing for me was uh, Loki. The Loki show looks amazing from everything we saw. Uh, I liked Owen Wilson. I don't even know, man. Like he 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 surprised me in that little cl- little clip they did. Um, that one looks amazing. Obviously, uh, everyone's excited for the Ahsoka show. And then the one that we were I talked about with uh, Connor and them that shocked me was we're getting a Lando show. Now, I really, they better bring back Donald Glover to play Lando because he was amazing in it. I actually truly enjoyed the solo movie. And I really hope, as Connor has said in his podcast, this better not be a replacement for solo. That's what scares me. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you like what you saw from everything that came out? It was uh, like, like I said um, earlier in the show, I had to do a sexual harassment every two year training. The nice thing is it's a video, but, um, you know, it's something that you could listen to in the background and still do, you know, desk work, which is what I did. Um, but I was reading through this review um, on it, and oh my gosh! I mean, like I said, you you know, you going over the the Marvel and Lucasfilm. I mean, a couple of the ones that I hit is from the uh, the television studios for Disney Plus, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, we'll start Luke Evans and Josh Gad have music composed by Alan Menken, who did uh, the original one. Um, Swiss Family Robinson will be reimagined. Uh, Piercy Jackson and the Olympians, another one in, in development. Um, you got Moana. You got Moana as well. Yep. My, Mighty Ducks with Emilio Estevez coming back. Which that, uh, one, that one everyone knew about. Everyone knew about that one already, though. That one wasn't a big news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's one of those ones that that you forget about. You hear, and then it doesn't doesn't stay there. Uh, a Turner and Hooch one. National Geographic has a cool one. It's a uh, Limitless with Chris uh, Hemsworth. Uh, Welcome to Earth, which is featuring Will Smith. That's cool. A Martin Luther King Jr. one. Um, you know, some stuff from <clears throat> Hulu, FX. Uh, like you said, you went over the. Uh, the Lucasfilm, the one that you forgot to mention was um, the next installment of Indiana Jones, uh, which will be uh, 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 with Harrison Ford in it as well. Sorry, I kind of lost my spot there. Hocus Pocus 2 will be coming out. Um, let's see, Chip and Dale. 
a live-action Pinocchio, which they had a teaser trailer come out, but it did not show anything in it. Um, directed by Robert Zemeckis and starring Tom Hanks as, I believe he's Geppetto. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. Jude Law will be Captain Hook. And Yara Shahidi, sorry, that's a butcher that, as Tinkerbell, A New Enchanted. Uh, a Greek freak documentary. documentary. Um, what else? Then they had, you know, Jungle Cruise, Quill, a prequel, a prequel of Lion King, Little Mermaid, um, Raya the Last Dragon, uh, new new series coming out, Baymax, Utopia Plus, Tiana, Moana the series. They had the Buzz Lightyear one that's coming out. Um, so, I mean, they're just, there's so much. We, we can't go over all of them because there's just so uh, much. And then, and then but, the, the, la- the last one, which I thought was very interesting because they have ESPN, which is Man in the Arena, Tom Brady, nine-part documentary series around Tom Brady never before seen, first-hand accounts of the journey to each of his nine Super Bowls. So Yeah, we knew about, we knew about that one, too. Yeah, no, they, talked I know, about, but... they, talked, they talked about that one before when they, it was the same crew that did the Michael Jordan one. Yeah, the last dance and everything. But, I mean, now you get a, a lot more of it. Like I said, they, they mention it before. You know, like you said, a lot of these were mentioned before. We knew about the cruel and whatnot. But now it's, you know, like you said, you, you get a lot more into it and, um, and, and seeing it. It's like, oh, man, I kind of forgot about that. So, um yeah, like like I said on it, I mean that's just kind of the ones that I highlighted. Uh, but like I said, if if you go to the D twenty three website, they had a really good article um, on it for for a good read. And um, so, yeah. And if you're gonna it's, get it's Disney a, Plus, it's a it's, lot. It's a lot. And basically, what they're planning, um, I can pretty much guarantee from looking at the way they did it, they're gonna they're gonna try and make. Um, December Star Wars again because that's when the Rogue Squadron is supposed to come out in the in December of 2022 I believe and that's it's going to bring back the Christmas of of old where basically you got one when they started doing you know uh the return was no what was the first one called I can't remember now Jesus it's been that long one of what the first new Star Wars one The Force Awakens um, yeah. yeah, the other thing that they did announce that I mean I was expecting it was the fact that the um, the last dragon, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, is getting um, going to go do the Disney premiere and also in theaters, but they didn't give a price point for it. So I don't know if they're going to change the price point because you can get Mulan now for free on Disney Plus, just not free, but they're not charging for it anymore. Um, but they haven't announced a price point for it, and it's supposed to come out next year, like beginning of the year. So, um, and that one's supposed to be pretty good. There's so much stuff coming out already, and I feel like I don't know what Netflix is going to do because the rumor is is that they want to merge Disney Plus and Hulu together, and then that way you have an adult and a kids kind of thing merged on there. I know the Mandalorian is not for kids, but it's kind of limited what you have on there for just adults. So if they do go ahead with that, you know, Hulu merge, they're going to need more stuff. And right now they have like 40 different items because 
<coughs> excuse me, they're not including all the small animated stuff they're doing. All they included in this talking, like this group thing, was all the main franchise stuff. They were also going to do original content. I think it was like 15 things of original content. Um, it was insane. Like it was, it felt like every five minutes I was getting another message. Someone going, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And you're just kind of like, so yeah. So 10 star Wars series, 10 Marvel series, 15 live action slash animated series and 15 live action slash animated features. <coughs> and that's over the next few years. Those are all originals, all originals. That's insane. So I'm stoked for that. And the craziest thing, this is insane too. So how many t- how many people is it, Tim? 86 million? 86.8 million subscribers for Disney Plus. Yeah. And just Disney their, Plus. Their five year plan was eight million. Five yeah. year plan was eight million people. And this happened in a year, eighty six million. Do you do you want to hear what their um, expected uh, streaming service total subscribers subscriptions will be in twenty twenty four? Wasn't it like nine billion or something like that? No, they expect to hit three hundred to three hundred and fifty million total subscriptions. But that's not Disney Plus. That is paid subscriptions. That's ESPN Plus, Hulu, all all of that. Right. So, right. Because right right now they're at 137 million global paid subscriptions, 11 and a half million ESPN plus, 38.8 Hulu, and then like you said, 86.8 Disney plus. So which is yeah. crazy, and I know a lot of people left Hulu because I had Hulu in the original when it was um, what was it called? Hulu. I think it was just what I can't remember what it was called. It was called Hulu TV, or no, it was called Hulu Live. I can't remember. It had a different name. And a bunch of the stuff was free, and then if you wanted commercialist stuff, you signed up for it. And then now you pay for it with commercials. There's a loophole around that. You can basically just let the stuff play and then come back and watch it, and there's less commercials. But, you know, some people don't have time for that. But, you know, it just shows that, like, Disney Plus is next level. It's a monster. Oh it's yeah, they they're targeting to release more than a hundred titles per year. Yep, per year. So, and but that's with- the thing too is the, here's the problem though is the problem they're going to run into is when you start becoming that big, people will stop wanting to supply stuff to you. So people don't know they're a majority owner of of Hulu because of the acquisition of Fox, but I believe. I don't know if it's CBS or if it's ABC, not ABC, CBS or NBC, that somebody else also has ownership in Hulu. So they can't just up and do anything. Technically, they can, but there is going to be backlash because if, if Disney gets to a certain point, they're going to flat out have someone go to a, a judge and go, look, this is violating some antitrust stuff or they've got a monopoly going as how is anyone else yep. supposed to survive kind of thing. No, ex- exactly. And and along on those lines, if you're getting a lot of stuff coming in, well, guess what? We've already seen it with Netflix multiple times. Your price is going to go up. So, yep. And they announced in, in uh, March 26, 2021, it's going to go up $1, one whole dollar a month from Which $6.99 to $7.99. You got to think, think. They do that. You figure probably what, like, 
I want to say like like probably how how many subscribers do you think are on the founders level? I'm on the founders level, so probably like what like a million people probably are on the founders level. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that because a lot of people did that. Did that? I, I got the I got the three. It's it's three. So the founders level is the first three years. So I don't pay I don't pay for another two years, and mm-hmm. um. So you figure raising it by one dollar is an automatic eighty six million dollar increase. Oh yeah, automatic. Yep. Exactly. So, that's, that's easy money. And that's for where they're currently at right now. Once right. you start getting these Star Wars and Lucasfilms, um, all and this then, like, stuff the, going on there, yeah. Like you said, you get the kids with the Pixar films and the Disney films, um, you know, and Walt Disney Animation Studios going on. And especially, you know, like you're saying, you're getting movies like Raya and the Dragon that are going to go to theaters and Disney Plus at the same time, like the, you know, Mulan, where they did that, you're gonna get people that'll sign up for it just for that. So, I mean, like you said, r- right now, you know, a dollar increase, and it hasn't. Because when did it come out? November of last year is when it yep, came out. November, November of last year. Yeah. So, so in one year, you know, they had already raised it up by a dollar, so they're already gonna make at least ninety million dollars more on top of what they already got, um, yeah. and they're getting every year. You're getting, you know, they plan to release more than 100 titles on there every year. So, you know, there, there you go. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy these next couple of years, and we're, we're all excited. We can't wait. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything else, Tim? We're, it's pretty we, – we, we covered a lot of it. I don't want to go into too much detail until we get a little bit more of an idea of what's going on. But, you know, uh, I'm super excited. Yeah. Yeah. You could do a whole nother show just on what they went out, what they came out with, and probably do multiple shows, break it down by the studios, or not necessarily studios, the different branches, National Geographic, Lucasfilm, Marvel, and have (laughs) little breakout shows on, on that. But... I am very excited from what I see here on on paper and pretty much I mean I haven't really noticed it what they say as far as you know take the parks aside from it um, but usually what they what Disney says they're going to do especially when they announce it it may take a little bit longer than an anticipated date but it comes out like I said even on on the parks they'll still come out you know, still got Star Wars lands, may not have droids walking around with it in there like they did in the beginning or having, um, you know, stormtroopers come up to you and be like, hey, uh, you, you crashed that Millennium Falcon back there. It's not, uh, you know, as immersive as they wanted it originally. But I mean, they just tweaked it a little bit. But with this, with everything coming out, um, it's very exciting um, news for them and especially with the times that we're in and the parks, you know, opening, closing worldwide, seems like the only one that's been open for this, you know, the duration has been the one in, in Florida, um, California shooting a couple months here. We're going to be coming up on, on a year with that being closed. Um, it's a good supplemental income uh, for, for them on that. So, um, and it's, you don't got to do, I mean, you don't have to do anything. You sign up for it. You watch it on the TV. You know, they're 
there you go. You don't have to go out and all you have to do is spend what is it, eight bucks a month? Yeah. So no, it, things are things are looking looking good for uh, for Disney as far as on the on the streaming side of things. Yeah, it's gonna be epic. It's going to be um, hopefully helpful to other people who possibly would lose their jobs, but they're going to get more because of everything that's going on. Um, so uh, fingers crossed, and we hope that all of you are well and that you'll go to our places of facebook.com slash FOMOcast, FOMOcast Gaming on TikTok, search FOMOcast on YouTube, um TikTok helps a lot now because if I can get some more followers and views, maybe I can get some uh help, you know, building our studio, making things nice in here. And then also uh make sure you check us out FOMO Pod on G- Instagram and FOMO underscore cast on uh Twitter. Uh and then we're gonna see uh we're gonna see what happens in the next couple of weeks because I'm sure more stuff's gonna come out. Now that they have announced everything and then, you know, people can actually start talking about and putting on their IMDb what their roles are going to be. So fingers crossed that we um, get more news on everything. And um, we thank you all for listening to us ramble on about all the things that we truly enjoy, because trust me, we could be just sitting here talking about it to each other. We want to share it with you. So um, we thank you all. Tim, I'm sure, is grateful to do this, too, because we get some time to chat while we're doing this as well. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's good. And especially with the holiday season coming up, uh, you know, I don't know if we'll, you know, I know we're getting closer to it, but, um, you know, hopefully everyone has a, a good and safe holiday. I mean, I'm sure we'll have an episode before it, but just getting it out there, I know a lot of people – you know, possibly might be going through some some hard times or or whatnot with just the the state of it, affairs. It that, is tough. You know, it is tough, the, especially in our state too. The, yeah, the world, the United States, and and uh, and California uh, is in. So hopefully, you know, everyone uh, is well. You know, holiday wishes, and um, as you will be listening to this tomorrow, happy uh, I believe fifth day of of Hanukkah. Is all I is all I got to okay. say. So okay, I didn't know that. So happy fifth day of Hanukkah. This weekend is the uh, third Sunday of Lent of Lent. Third Sunday of Lent. Third Sunday of Advent. <laughs> so it's the third week of Advent right now. That's so, true. Yeah. Or second week of Advent right now, and then it starts the third week next week. So this Sunday. Awesome. So um, whatever you guys celebrate, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, take time to make sure you tell your family you love them. Um, also make sure that, like, you know, I say, if you want to please be safe, it, cause I mean, there are people out there who are more susceptible to different things. So just be safe. We love you all. And for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I am Tim. And we will see you next time.